0: On the beach. Now today we'll be in Ephesians chapter 4 verses 7 through 16. Let's get right into it. It reads, and he has generously given each of us supernatural grace according to the size of the gift of Christ. So it's important to understand God's favor in our life, God's grace in our life, God's forgiveness in our life. He's given us great favor, great grace, and great forgiveness because he has something great for us to do. So God will always give you the peace and the encouragement that you need in your life for the assignment that he's given to you. Did you know we all have an assignment? Me, you, you're watching this, you have an assignment that God wants you to do uh, in your life for him. And so he'll always give you the strength and the encouragement and the grace to accomplish your assignment. Now it's your job to tune out every voice that you shouldn't listen to. Uh, There are eight billion voices on Earth, according to the the science that they tell us. There's about eight billion people on the planet. Let me ask you a question. How many of those voices are you supposed to listen to? How many of those voices are you supposed to learn from? The answer is a very select few group of people. Just because somebody's talking doesn't mean They have something to say. God will give you wisdom for you to distinguish between a person who is speaking and a person who's worth listening to. That's why we need God's wisdom in our life every day. God will help you distinguish the difference between those two things. He says, this is why it says, he ascends into the heavenly heights, taking as many captured ones with him, and gifts were given to men. So God gives all of us gifts, so that we can serve the body of Christ. Our gifts aren't just for us, they're also for others. Everything that God gives to you in your life is to benefit and serve other people. Now, when it says that he ascended, it means that he returned to heaven after he had first descended from the heights of heaven, even to the lower regions, namely the earth. The same one who descended is also the one who ascended above the heights of heaven in order to begin the restoration and fulfillment of all things. He has appointed uh, some (coughs) uh, to the lower regions. The same one who descended uh, is also the one who ascended above the heights of the heaven in order to begin the restoration of all things. Verse 11, he has appointed some with grace to be apostles, with some grace to be prophets, and with some grace to be evangelists, and with some grace to be pastors, and some with grace to be teachers. So, (coughs) God gives specific gifts to specific people, but the gift isn't for themselves. It's to encourage the body of Christ. So there's a spiritual principle that I believe in. It's the greater the influence that you have in your life, the more you need humility and responsibility. There's literally not a week that goes by now that I don't see someone whose influence is here and their responsibility and their character and their integrity is here. And that gets you in trouble every single time. You wanna pray for your responsibility and your character and your integrity to be here and you wanna have a lower level of influence than your responsibility and your humility and your integrity. This is almost totally lost on people today. They want this. No, God says this. Your integrity, your responsibility, your character should be way more than your influence. That's a Christ-like perspective. So we're not to pray for influence. We're to pray for character, responsibility, and integrity. And then God will decide when and where you should have any. <clears throat> so <clears throat> he gives us apostles. Those are people who <laughs> preach the gospel, plant churches, and establish church planting networks. That's what an apostle is. A prophet is somebody who declares the truth unabashedly um, from God to a people and to a culture, a prophet. Uh, What is an evangelist? This is someone who has the gift to bring people who are outside the family of God into the family of God. And this is an interesting one because There are people that have the gift of being an evangelist, but we're all called to evangelism. So don't think that if someone has an extraordinary gift of being an evangelist, that it leaves you off the hook for doing evangelism. Now, we all have our our different way that we do evangelism. I just participated um, in a Jesus rally on um, Friday night. Not really my gifting to go and proclaim out in the streets. However... I did proclaim the gospel that night in a different way that fit within my personality. It doesn't matter your personality. God wants to use you to bring people into the kingdom of God. You should be asking, hey, Lord, how have you made me? What am I supposed to do? Am I supposed to go out on the streets and preach? If you are supposed to, by all means, my friend, go. Uh, We all have different ways that we share about what God's doing in our life. So you need to find a way that's comfortable with you and then run with it but the goal and the intention is to be an example and to be a voice to see people come into into God's family it says he said he gave some grace to be pastors so what this means is people that have the gift of being a shepherd and caring for people in the body of Christ now if you have a pastor's heart you'll care about people uh, and you won't care about organizations and flow charts and structures and, and prime time. You, you'll just care about people. People. A pastor's heart is for people, to shepherd people, to protect them from danger, to encourage them as they grow in their relationship with God. Um, and then there are some to be teachers. These are people that are able to teach the Bible. And so God will, God gives these gifts, but not for that specific person, for the building up of the entire body of Christ. <clears throat> so he says their calling is to nurture, see, encourage, nurture, build up their calling and prepare the holy believers to do their own works of ministry. So <clears throat> the goal of these five gifts is so that people can feel like they have the nutrition and the encouragement and the environment to go and do ministry, to go and be the hands and feet of Jesus, to go out into the world and be the church, the called out ones, the ecclesia. We don't bring people to church. We are the church. So I want to, I want to parse this out here it's impossible to bring someone to church when you're having a conversation with someone and you're following Jesus. If you're having a conversation with someone and you're following Jesus, the person you're having a conversation with, they're already at church because you're there. You're there. You're the church. People are the church. So it's impossible to get people to come to church. They're already at the church when they're talking to you. When you walk into the room, the church just showed up. And if you miss this point, you can spend the rest of your life trying to bring people to something that they're already at when they encounter you. That's a very beautiful thing. That's a very freeing thing. He says, And they do all this so that they will enlarge and build up the body of Christ. These grace ministries will function until we all attain oneness in the faith, until we experience the fullness of what it means to know the Son of God. And finally, we become one into a perfect man with the full dimensions of spiritual maturity and fully developed into the abundance of Christ. So God is building us up in our faith so that we can be strong through body of christ now look at verse 14 and then our immaturity will end did you know we're immature we're all immature i'm 48 i got a lot of immaturity a lot of immaturity acknowledging it saying god i don't want to be immature i want to be mature a mature follower of jesus and we will not be easily shaken by trouble when you're mature you're not shaken by trouble I won't be led astray by novel teachings or false doctrines of deceivers with, who teach clever lies. So I'll be strong. I won't be led astray. I'll be led to the word and to pray. How do you know if you're not being led astray? Because you're always being led to the word and to pray. So I wanna be strong, led to the word and to pray, standing on my own two feet, but instead we will remain strong, we'll be sincere in our love, as we express the truth. So God wants us strong and sincere and mature. All our direction and ministries will flow from Christ, lead us deeper into him, the anointed head of the church. For his body has been formed in his image and is closely joined together and constantly connected as one. And every member has been given divine gifts to contribute to the growth of all. So again, God gives you gifts to benefit and to build up other people in the family of God and all these gifts operate effectively through the whole body we are built up and made perfect in love not a beautiful picture of what the called out ones who follow Christ how we're supposed to function very nurturing very encouraging building each other up so that we can be strong so that we can be sincere that's my hope and prayer for you today thanks so much for joining me until next time God bless you.